1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: What a creep. (laughs) Don't put this in. Don't put this in. They don't know who we're talking about. How are you doing? It's the Luke and Pete show. I'm Luke Moore, and I'm joined by I'm Fraser Crane. <laughs> you wish you were Fraser Crane.
2: I even said Fraser Cray- Crane. Crane. That's how much. <laughs> that's how much I want to be in.
1: I have never really watched uh, much Fraser. Me either. It just, uh, just never never grabbed me, to be honest. I'm trying to think what I did used to watch back then. What? A lot of friends. A lot of friends. Did you? I never used to watch that much. Oh, decent, one, yeah. decent. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Such a joy, thing think, to say. Uh, how are you doing? You Good. all right? We're back. It's Luke and Pete 16. All right, thanks. Sweet 16. We can now kiss boys and girls. When we will. When When we will. Check, uh, and we will. Yes, and um, we will. Check it out on Instagram. Sorry? Check it out on Instagram. Check what out on Instagram? Me and you kissing each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're that on there.
2: Yeah, might as well. A of stuff up there. Plenty to choose from. Have we got an Instagram? <laughs> yes. A what? I know. I know. I know. That's what the sort of thing I expect you to say. <laughs> We've got a Twitter <laughs> as well. Have you seen We've the got, Twitter? I've
1: seen the Twitter. Yeah, I, I get involved every now and again.
2: At Luke and Pete Show. Same, me, same on Instagram as well.
1: At Luke and Pete Show is basically just people asking for that horrible fox picture that yes. you that you'd spoke about earlier. So
2: on. I should probably address that actually. Well remembered. About five. Just while Pete has a little sniff because he's got a cold. Oh, God. Yeah, gone. Um, you put your own mic down, so you understand. Put the mic down. It's the has been going on for ages. Yeah, um, I, um, yeah I, I, for those who are new to the show, in about episode 12 or 13, I forget which one, I'm sure you'll go back and listen if, you, if you've got anything about you. Um, <laughs> I t- told a story about a fox, and I got in trouble with some animal lovers. And I'm an animal lover myself, and I wasn't glorifying in the death of a fox. No. I was just explaining that it happened. But the reaction I received was um, a combination between people saying that's disgusting and mm. can I see the picture <laughs> and I couldn't think of a way or find a way to put it up online without offending people so I didn't What oh, I, like... sent it, I sent it a direct message to a few people right. and I thought I'm not doing that because that's something I'm going to end in tears
1: sliding into your DMs with so, fox
2: heads. I know right see, I, I, I probably got about 100 message requests <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there you have to trust me on this one okay guys it happened it
1: was a, it was a clean strike uh, you've seen, separate... seen have you, I've people? seen it it was a yeah. clean strike uh, it was separated uh, filleted you might say yeah, exactly. know, surgically
2: and I'm, I'm a, I'm a lo- animal lover in general. I love foxes as well. I think they're a very successful and very admirable species. What? Um, so I don't take any glory in it or any pleasure in it. I'm just telling it as it happens. Sometimes, what? Pete, just let me finish, sometimes the world can be a twisted place, guys. It's not all rainbows and unicorns out there.
1: It wasn't twisted. It didn't even twist. It just it straight off, Stop straight it. off of the neck. Move I mean, on. just clean, just yeah, clean. It was clean. Cut. Like, just, you know. What I would say is that, I mean, we talk a lot about genuine nuclear war and murder and torture. Yeah, no probably, one cares about but that. But the death of a fox is, I, I uh, think too
2: much I think when we're talking about torture people just turn off <laughs> <laughs> that's why we don't get any comments about that see you next week yeah, see <laughs> you yeah, next week oh they're on the torture are oh, they skip <laughs> what's Pod <Save> America doing
1: <laughs> they're
2: probably doing oh, torture as well given a, what's happening over there I know yeah good mm. podcast that Yes, yeah, alright
1: and they do their I like their, their ads they do yeah and they do them very naturally yeah And the, well they just slag off the copywriting basically yeah. which I quite like we should do yeah. a lot more of that
2: we haven't we we got any sponsors. <laughs> if we did. Let's
1: invent some. Yeah. Uh, razors and uh, mattresses. That's the main the main podcast yeah. uh meat and potatoes, isn't you, it?
2: You did leave you know, a few weeks ago when you left and I sang a song and you put it on the show and mm. you came back in and everything and well today you left and I didn't sing a song and you brought back in a pot of red wine. So I'm wondering whether I should not sing.
1: I went to the office. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Good for you, why not, eh? Good for you. I've got a Camino de Angel. I, I don't think that's how it's pronounced. I went to a. Uh, I basically got it given by a lady because I helped her walk her to a car that was up near the Venezuelan embassy. Okay, yeah, uh, a troubled country. Uh, I presume the embassy's tip
2: top. I think it's probably my duty to in to, to dig further here. Because I think when people think about you, they mm. you sort of hobnobbing after dark around the Venezuelan embassy is fairly <laughs> close to what they'd expect.
1: Well, the woman in question basically says that because well, she always parks a car outside the Venezuelan embassy. I can't really reveal who it is. It doesn't really matter. Working in central but,
2: London, driving your car, mad.
1: I know, yeah. It's a lovely car as well. I, again, I won't get into it, but uh, I did get into it because she drove me back to where I live. But uh, she says she always sees uh, packages going in and out of the Venezuelan embassy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's the Venezuelan embassy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, well every, every, any building company would have packages. I'll I know. get delivered packages all the time and I live at home.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> Luke Miller embassy. Mostly my
2: wife internet shopping,
1: but it still comes. <laughs> have, you seen, have you ever walked past the North Korean embassy? Where is it? It's uh I think it's in Chiswick sort of way. No. It's sort of just this two two up, two down, kind
2: of semi detached yeah. house. Well, so I, well, weird. I I'm not surprised to hear that because I used to live about five doors down from the Cambodian embassy. Amazing. Which is in um if it's I think it's Cambodian anyway, and it's in um Cricklewood. in uh. between Wilsden Green and Qu- and um Bronsbury Park.
1: I used to um walking drunkenly home from a friend's house uh in Highgate, I always used to roll my ankle on the cobbled uh street outside the Garnair. High Commission in Highgate every single time get in touch
2: with your embassy stories guys. have you
1: ever harmed yourself outside an embassy not for any political reason <laughs> Not like, you know, jamming a knife into yourself, going, have a bit of that.
2: What, like, not like a... Um, not a
1: Falun Gong kind of situation. Not, 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 not a self-immolation or anything. I'm not, not having that.
2: Julian Assange. <laughs> not
1: Assange. He keeps on getting... He's turned into, like, a pretty robust baddie, hasn't he? He's turned yep. into a, I mean, you know... If the cap fits. He's being a real shit at the moment. Yeah. Very pro-Trump.
2: What, um, very weird. Pete, I was going to say, ask you a quick question, re-embassies. Yeah. If you and I walked into, let's say... The Saudi Arabian embassy. Right. And I killed you um, in there, which would is technically you... Saudi Arabian territory. Yes. Would I be eligible for the death penalty? I think you would. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com. <laughs>
1: might do a if Twitter you, poll. If you want that to happen,
2: <laughs> might do a Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth thinking about. Yeah. Thinking I mean, about. are
1: you technically, if you just walk into the reception, are you on soil? I, I've, it, I've, there must be like a line, surely. I
2: think as soon as you're on their 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 territory, mm. they're, their, I guess, Owned land. Right. It counts as, as their as their territory. Yeah. Do the cleaners need passports <laughs> to the, clean? The admin is unreal to work there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? The worst thing would be if you're a cleaner who got the contract for all the embassies. The paperwork
1: <laughs> You need visas. <laughs> yeah. You need like a visa waiver for everything.
2: are you doing this week? Oh, then Saudi Arabia.
1: In, in <laughs> Somebody got in touch uh, saying that uh, me applying for an Iranian visa. I, I didn't mention the fact that when I applied for an Iranian visa, uh, I, about three days later, got an email from a travel company based in Iran. Right. So I don't think the Iranians... Sharing beats I don't think they're really uh, that hot on the old... Um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it when you shouldn't share information? The <laughs> Information. No,
2: data, protection data Protection Act. Data Protection Act. Yeah. So we're sharing I don't that, think they're it. up on that. Sharing information is is always going on. The worst people I find... Yeah, but what are they going to get out with? 50
1: 50 quid's worth of bloody
2: business? By the way, Pete, this is a hot topic. This is a
1: hot topic. Get in
2: touch, listeners.
1: If you've been messed over by the
2: Iranians... The worst offenders (laughs) for email spam. Right. Straight away, O2, straight away. Really? O2, terrible for
1: it. You know what, though? The uh, Apple iPhone makes it very easy to unsubscribe. I did, I spent like, two weeks, every time I got a spam email, I unsubscribed. I, oh, it's a breath of fresh air, it really I've, is. I've done that
2: as well. The problem yeah. with O two 2 is you get your bill for email and you don't want to unsubscribe from your bill.
1: Well, they're not going to allow you to do that. They will, they will that, that's a completely different list, so don't worry about it.
2: Another b- bad offender, Sainsbury's.
1: Right again. Never order says. What about the
2: Nectar card offers though? I, know. You know what I mean, you have got to think about no, it. It's exactly, if you're smooth. interested
1: in it, Amazon—they will send you emails f- for stuff you've already just bought. I yeah. don't need another 47-inch flat-screen telly. I've got one.
2: Yeah, because when we've we limited space. When we did the Ramble Book, I mm. got an email from Amazon going, "Oh, you might want to buy the Ramble Book." I was like, "They're, they're advertising for us." <laughs> it's because I basically looked for the Ramble Book on, on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you know, just uh, get in touch. Get in touch yeah, with your, yeah. your worst offenders.
1: Yeah, why Get, not? Do you remember the uh, do you remember the Young Offenders, the band?
2: No, they were really good. Get laid with the Young Offenders. <laughs> I think it went like that. Sounds like a sort of band you'd be in, Pete Johnson.
1: Ah, if
2: we do our it's Beans. Let's
1: let's do it. It's Beans. It's Beans. It's Beans. It's
2: It's Beans. One week since last week. I
1: did one on I did one on air like a little because I was playing the band Ladies' It's Beans. Yeah, and uh, I did a brilliant impression. Not as good as the ones I can tell you. Any more stories like that? It's Ben. It's Ben. That's poor.
2: That's poor. Used to, uh, Sometime, then it when, you, when you're at the top of your game, when you're at the very, very peak of your powers, that impression. Yeah. I didn't know the difference between them. Yeah. I closed I, my eyes. Um... You know, I will tell you what. When when I was in uh, I was in mm. L.A. back in oh, years ago. Oh, when and, I was back in L.A. with Iggy. And I up Iggy st- and Dave. <laughs> and I, I had to get a hundred brown M and M's or he go <laughs> on stage. Now like, I was in L.A. and I stayed in this hostel and uh, you had to stay obviously in a, a dorm room with a lot of other people. Mm. And there was a guy there. I forget his name. Actually, he might have been called. Gavin there was a guy there called Gavin Gavin in a
1: hostel I never want to meet that but man. listen to
2: this right it's Gavin in a hostel he lived in LA he's got a knife he's British right. he lived in LA and he did, oh he almost certainly had a knife and you'll know why when I tell you the story um, he, he, his, he basically used to do odd jobs around LA so like little yeah. bits and pieces to to, to, to survive yeah but his like stated aim in life was he wanted to be able to do the best Slash impression of any guitarist in the world. So to point his ambition, stated ambition, he told me this within about ten minutes of meeting him. Right. That if you went into a room and Slash was there on a guitar and a setup, and, yeah. you, and he was there on a guitar and a setup, and you had a blindfold on, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between it. Right. right? That was like his st- thing, and, and I remember at the time thinking. That is cool, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna get you anywhere.
1: No, unless it's a. You know, it's a Guns N' Roses tribute act.
2: Well, yeah, quite. He's probably. He probably isn't a Guns N' Roses tribute act now.
1: But what I would say is also, like, as he got his amp with him in the hostel, He yeah, set setup and everything, yeah. Well. B- Hang on, so he had all of his... like He uh, had, like, a pedal board. He had
2: his amp in bottom, a hostel. At the bottom of the bed, yeah, and a guitar. A sunburst Gibson Les Paul. Right, he's a nightmare. He's a fucking nightmare, then. Yeah. Have he's you listened, nightmare? Gavin? Do get in touch, because it's <laughs> been 15 years since I've met, met the guy. I think I bumped into him randomly in, like, a pub as well at one point. <laughs> but, um... I once... So your impression of the Bernadette Ladies like, at its peak like that. ...was Gavin-esque. It was Gavin-esque. Yeah, not anymore, though. Incredible. That's
1: yeah. only the time I, um... Uh, went, uh... and watched a Nirvana tribute act that was followed by a uh, Foo
2: Fighters tribute act. Oh, and the same guy, Dave Grohl?
1: Yeah. You so did the, tell me that, so that's great. Just, yeah, so drumming, was he as it?
2: good a drummer and singer as he should have been?
1: I mean, he was, he was pretty average at both jobs. Did he look like him? Nah, he, had, he had a goatee beard way later than a goatee beard was really necessary.
2: He should have, um, what he should have done is changed his look between eras. That's what he should have done. Yeah. Yeah. Put a stick on beard on. So when it when he's playing in Nirvana, very much long haired, bare chested, looking yeah. quite smiley, goobery. clean shaven. Yeah. Quite goobery. Yeah, and then when he gets into, into the Foo Fighters, change your look. Change your look, mate. Change it yeah. up. Oh. Anyway, it's Ben. Do you want to go first? It's
1: Ben. I'll go first. Uh, Tom, 28 and uh, four quarters, this chap. Four quarters? Well, that's 29, isn't it? Hang on. No, one quarter. <laughs> 4 quarters yeah. One quarters <laughs>
2: I'm 28 and four quarters I've been
1: watching a, a, a little documentary that he sent in uh, about a dog and dolphin becoming yeah. friends I've Ado-
2: seen this Adorable I've seen this it's very very cute
1: Basically uh, listen to came about about this uh, when he was younger he travelled to uh, Tory Island which sounds like uh, someone trying to describe Jersey in my experience <laughs> uh, Ireland's remotest island a few miles off the coast of Donegal
2: yeah. Is, is the dog a, a golden retriever? I think it might be. Yeah, I've seen it. it yeah, carry on. Uh,
1: unlike uh, the North Sentinel Island that we spoke about in a previous show, it doesn't have murderous locals. It does, however, unlike St Kilda, still have locals. Okay. This includes Patsy Dan Rogers, the king of Tory Island. Yeah. which I really like. Patsy Dan, as uh, far as my research goes, uh, that's Tom's research, is the only democratically elected king out there and has no particular duties other than welcoming visitors off the island's one ferry a day, which does, which he does while seamlessly drifting between Gaelic and English and painting either inside or outside the island's pub. That's
2: what all life. he does. Sounds a lot like He's that. the
1: king. He's the king. Uh, his house is at the top of the island and has large iron gates outside that says, uh, Tec Henri." which is House of the King, apparently, and uh, my brother proposed to one of his daughters to see if he could become prince. And that's where that sentence ends. He doesn't say whether it was well, successful. Well, what happened, Tom? I know! What the
2: happened? Other,
1: the only other remarkable thing is uh, that I once saw a dog and a dolphin that had developed a friendship that nobody believed me about until there was a video on file or similar, and he's appended a, uh, a video clip of this.
2: That's where I saw the video, I think. Incredible! The surprising thing about an island so small is that it's got four towns, and they're not very imaginatively named. There's even East Town, then there's West Town, and in between those is Middletown, and then of course the most. Hi, mate. Edition... Sorry, welcome,
1: prick from Countryfile. Going, oh, let's slag off the names of the towns. I'm heading down to the <laughs> harbour in Middletown, which is also home to the island's only shop and art gallery. There's That's also your a priorities, right? Doubling up. a <laughs> secondary school with 15 students and seven teachers and a chapel. But it's the activity in the harbour itself which has captured my attention. You just can't. Out my name Name and you know So we're basically watching a dog run down a jetty and I'll swim into a harbour A golden retriever is in the harbour and he's swimming she around And a dolphin has disappeared Doogie the Dolphin, no
2: less Doogie the Dolphin, That's isn't it? called Amazing, this is Corey's resident dolphin Doogie the Dolphin, See? they call him he comes and plays with the hotel's Labrador Swimming around in the water. I've never
1: seen anything like it. So the Labrador every day just goes into the harbour and swims around with Doogie the dolphin. I like it. Isn't that it. Incredible? It's so beautiful. It's idyllic. <laughs> it's idyllic. It's fantastic. One day that dolphin's going to eat that dog. I like <laughs> and it. And everyone's going to be
2: horrified. I, uh, I don't think they eat dogs. Um, I think Mate. that it's cool that two apparently very intelligent animals are hanging out together. If anything, it proves the theory that dolphins and golden retrievers are intelligent.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you don't get many films about cats, do you? you don't but get... you do get many films about dolphins. Oh, cats
2: are never on the internet, are they?
1: Not many films, though. Never cat
2: film. Um, cat... Not Haunted Hot Roof. Secret Life of Pets. That's involves them the West End musical cats <laughs> 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 alright fair dude um, by the you way on that. that subject don't use a cucumber to scare your cat it's really bad for them
1: oh yeah it's really bad love that it's terrib- no it's love bad that. it's terrible uh, so I don't necessarily like cats that much I don't I, really care
2: I can't well you should care about all god's creatures i, I, really, I really being, I'm the one who gets pelters for ha- hating animals but oh, you, you genuinely does hate them a cat's head off there with, we a, go. with a train you can't say that
0: you, <laughs> no, cannot you, say you know that. what you
1: really can't though like I uh, occasionally do a professional radio show or try to do one. You do a a, a radio show. I'm I'm allowed on air briefly (laughs) every day. Uh, But yeah, that's the one thing that you really can't touch on. You can't be rude about
2: Pets, because people really do love pets. You shouldn't be doing that anyway. You shouldn't <laughs> should be doing, doing that? that. I know, I know. But um, if, you, if, if you're doing that, your show's too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's nice, Pete. Uh, the yeah. island, the to- Tory Island. It sounds. It looks a lot better than it sounds. Thank you, Tom. Um, by the way, well, one thing about the Patsy Dan Rogers, the King of Tory Island? Patsy Dan Rogers. If all you've got to do to be king on that island is get pissed and paint some paintings. Yeah, no, you and I could do that. Yeah, well, bad for the painting. Oh, you're quite a good artist. Yeah, I could draw a little cartoons. You're stuff. a better boozer than me as well, so you'd probably be better for the job. So, are you um, saying
1: that I'm the new king of Tory Island?
2: You are in my heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> why it's been this week? Oh. is... Um, can I get a jingle as well? It's been. There you go. Is that sorry? I was just sorting my cable out on my mic. Yeah. Is that um, I actually, man, and those people who know me will know this is unbelievable. I managed to fit a new car stereo on my own. Well, with my dad, me and my dad.
1: Uh, well, there we go. That just suddenly got wind. no.
2: But even Mister Moore would would admit even I did. Mr. I did Moore. most of it. <laughs> right. um, so I bought a new car stereo because I got I've got a car which. Um, I, I just needed a car quite quickly. Um, I, I can I can't, <laughs> really, car! Really I <laughs> can't, can't really tell you why. Um, as a result... I need
1: room for seven sort of shotguns. <laughs> yeah. Park outside the bank.
2: And, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't want to go into why, but I needed the car quite quickly. And as a result, it just had a really bog-standard stereo in it. Right. doesn't play any... Um, it's Is got it like no like, sort of... It tracks? No, it's got no sort of, like, <laughs> iPod, like yeah capability or right. um, no or, bluetooth no digital radio or anything like that yeah. so i can't listen to pete donaldson i know I yeah, yeah um, just really... outside of london um so i bought a new one so i went online found yeah. one thought that, that's good bought it um, and i thought what i'll do is i'll get um a car garage to fit it for me yeah okay and then after a while i thought do you know what no i'm no. not, to do I'm not it. It. having that i'm gonna do it myself yeah and um so i went down to visit my parents for a week i said dad look you you me with this car there, and he said yes the upshot of it is, I managed to fit it and it works. It's truly, it's just, I mean, the pl- it's just a generic plug, no, though, isn't it? No, it's quite a lot more involved than that. There's a lot mm. of cables involved. Uh, but there was this one anyway. And by the way, getting the old stereo out was the hardest bit. I had to drive down to Halfords, right? Yeah. Asked a guy about what keys to use to take the old stereo out. It took ages. That was the hardest part well, Like an of it. Allen
1: key or something. You just a particular screwdriver.
2: Four very specific uh, car brand well car brand specific keys that's how you get them in it yeah, that's to, to, how they get you get anyway so did all that but the funny thing about it is it's a Kenwood stereo and it is exactly like one of those sort of classless people who like to modify cars with flashing lights and stuff so, so <laughs> right, I know this so me and me and uh, the wife go down to uh, to everyone in the car start a new stereo up, and it's just got this mad purple-green-yellow-blue flashing thing. It's like a disco in my car every time I use it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely
2: outrageous. So I am pleased that I managed to do it, but at the same time, it's not really living up to expectations, sadly, but that's what I've been doing this it, week.
1: Is there like a generic sort of um, uh, size for, like, stereos, like the, the rectangle that you slide it into? So
2: you had to... No, so you, basically I had to buy a specific one for my brand and the year, uh, and, then, and then I think the way the car comp- stereo companies do it is they send you separately in the same package... Um, little fillers for the gaps. A little and bracket stuff. for yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, it's yeah. Like I've got two bracket fillers. Nice. around it. Yeah, it's nice. It's a sweet piece of work, man. Do you know? <laughs> do you know? What I'd really like to see this is the George in, Ezra whenever I want. That. In the side.
1: Uh, now wrong with George. No, it's not. Um, it, I'd really like to see like a, a single um, five and a half inch um, floppy disk. That'd be nice. Just you've of done it again. It's five and, it, five and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
2: that's, that's your right. bread and butter, that mate. You want to get that sorted Three
1: and a, Is anybody really going to care in two thousand and seventeen? About five and a quarter floppy dicks. About five and a quarter floppy dicks. You know.
2: Dicks, discs, 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 what, would, what would the late great Steve Jobs say about that era? Your hero, your spiritual <laughs> probably, guide. Probably nothing. Your spiritual guide.
1: Like, he's, he's known for making bad decisions. Yeah. Oh, I've got cancer. I know. I'll just drink, like, special water. Instead so of getting actual chemicals pumped into my body.
2: That was a blind spot from one of the world's most uh, achieving men. Yeah.
1: There you Silly. go. We've Silly all got Billy. our faults. We've all got Dis- our faults. Disappointing from him. But, you know, yeah. he paid the price. Anyway... <laughs> Right, uh, shall we get on to uh, a little bit of email action? you are getting very
2: punchy as these shows go on. What do you mean? You talk about decapitating cats and you're having a pop at Steve Jobs. Well. An alternative treatment for cancer, which we don't really get
0: into on this There's show. no alternative treatment for That's treatment what I'm saying, let's not get into decapitated it. Decapitated uh, cats. No. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either.
2: Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you investigate things like the Battersea poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident
1: Oi! Oi! What are you doing? both look after Luke If he feels sad with
2: Mom mum and dad will both look after Luke Emails! <laughs> if he accidentally beheads a fox we'll both look, look after, after Luke Because it will be sad <laughs> It wasn't me It wasn't me
1: It was the train <laughs> What brand of train was it? Who, no, I was just telling the,
2: the favourite song I've got to listen to on my Newcastle stereo <laughs>
1: Don't talk about your new car stereo. It wasn't me. Do you reckon um,
2: trends have stereos? You, do you ever listen to? Do you ever listen to like a song? And a great example of this would be Shaggy featuring Vaughn. Is it I thought, featuring?
1: Oh, you could have said George Ezra's Sh-
2: Budapest. No, Shaggy featuring someone. Right. It wasn't me. If you watched a video for that song. I mean, the song wasn't out, actually, relatively speaking, that long ago. Yeah. But it looks like it's about 150 years old.
1: Did you... uh, There was a... Who's the woman out of Destiny's Child that wasn't Beyoncé? The one who... Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. She did a song with... Nelly. Nelly. It was like my boo or something. And she has, like one of those, like, old sidekick Nokia phones, yeah. and she's typing a text into, like, an Excel spreadsheet. I saw that, yes. Yeah. No wonder he didn't get it. It's
2: bizarre. Absolutely Wonderful. Bizarre. I
1: love those little idiosyncrasies. Yeah, that'll be fine. What, what Some they- dickhead director. Yeah, that's fine.
2: I was once at a house party, and um, and the guy was on one of the very nascent mobile phones, like a very, right. very early stage mobile phone. We were, I must have been about 18. And he was really pleased with it. Mm. It's massive. And uh, he's talking on it to people for no reason at a house party and then I remember very very clearly at one point he was outside and um, I think we were probably outside having a smoke. and uh, he oh, was on his steady. phone and he said well, can you call me back, can you call me back? Uh, my battery's flat and the guy accepted that excuse and called him back because it was, time, it was a time of pay as you go right
1: right so that was, that, well you could get away with sort of lying yeah that, but, but you the talk, understanding
2: of the technology <laughs> was so poor that that wasn't even questioned
1: <laughs> how far we've come My first mobile phone's uh, SIM card was the size of a credit card. Do
2: you remember those? I do, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Incredible, really. Really, really weird, yeah. But it had
1: the same small kind of wee chip in it uh, that you probably cut down today and use the same chip.
2: That's right, and and they get smaller and smaller, and that's a nano SIM, isn't it? But it's very, very, very small. But the actual chip itself is the same size, it's just the surrounding that's different. That's weird, so I wonder why that's such a big shell.
1: Yeah, very, very strange. Just messing about, messing about. Uh, Emails! This one comes from uh, Andrew Moore. We were talking about uh, booze a little earlier on, and uh, Luke basically made it clear, or basically commented about Guinness possibly being one of the worst alcohol drinks to have, uh, calorific content-wise. And uh, as an avid Guinness drinker and an Irish man, I thought I'd set yous right. Um, I mean,
2: by the way, that, that doesn't qualify you for this.
1: Well... He's, he's quoting somebody else. According to Dan Israeli, his real name, uh, his article in Men's Fitness, a serving of stout of the stout beer boasts 126 calories, which is 19 less than a Budweiser and 24 less than a Heineken. 126 calories for a pint of some, a pint of like alcoholic beer is not too bad, is well, it? Really?
2: There's no way that's true. Do you reckon a, a, a serving cannot be a pint. Then
1: do you reckon it's like an American kind of one of those little oh. kind of three quarter pint jobs that you drink and you go, oh, come on,
2: stop, uh, Andrew? Andrew river. also says the Guinness also contains a shade under 10 carbs. That doesn't make any sense, right? right? Because that's not a measurement. 10 grams of carbs. It must mean that. Yeah. And he also ends the email by saying, apologies for the grammar, I am quite drunk. <laughs> so I think we can take that with a pinch of salt. Well, he, he, he says that there's another article
1: at HuffPost.com. He's, he's cross-referencing. He says uh, Guinness isn't higher in alcohol or calories. The heavy test does not translate to more alcohol. Anyone can contribute to Huffington Post. does have a lot of fibre. 12.5 grams of fibre.
2: I've read a Men's Health article here. Which I've I've praised for the purposes of this email, which says, um, lager a pint of lager has one hundred and sixty five calories per pint on right. average. Guinness has two hundred and ten calories per pint, and I quote, "Drink it because you like it, not because you've heard the old wives tell that it's a great source of iron."
1: <laughs> Is that ah? Ch- oh, that's spoiled everything that Andrew Moore said. Your name, sick
2: Andrew Moore. You are disgraced of the Moore name. Although, apart from the <laughs> fact that you were drunk when you read sent it in, which is very, very much in the keeping of the tradition.
1: The annoying thing is, I, I did do some googling, and I, I'm fairly certain my findings were pretty much the same. That's annoying.
2: What, was his? Yeah. Well, that's actually everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a man who, who who counts calories more than you without question. You reckon? I think so, yeah. Well, why do you look like that, then? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly my point. Lulz. There we go. Should we, we have an email from the spectacularly named Winfield Klein.
1: Winfield Klein sounds like the sort of ship that was um, spruced up in Hartlepool and sent down to where you live, Farnsworth. Like the warrior. It
2: looks like... An, an-, an anagram for his actual name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it is. Yeah. He's from Spokane in Washington, apparently.
2: Oh, very good. I don't know. Is that how you pronounce it?
1: Spokane. I <laughs> don't know. <laughs>
2: he says, hello, Spokane. Luke and Pete. I've been meaning to send you this story for quite some time since the second or third show. I honestly don't even remember what you were talking about that made me want to share this, but perhaps you do. But well, that's the beauty of the show. It's esoteric. <laughs> do anything you want. It says, uh, anyway, I was at a Wendy's fast food restaurant. Sort of like McDonald's. Do you have Wendy's? We used to have Wendy's. Do we used to have we, Wendy's? We used to
1: have, yeah, I think we did use to have Wendy's. Wasn't it like, uh, what was that other one that used to have uh, uh, Popeyes? No. What was the fast food place we had when you had real plates and real knives? Oh, well, Wimpy.
2: Wimpy. I think you still get those. Yeah. Wendy's apparently left the UK in 2000, or there are rumours they are coming back. They used to, they, what they'll be known for, for those of you who've eaten at Wendy's, is they have square burgers, which is their thing. And they're big in the US. Anyway, he says, I was sitting and eating my hamburger facing the salad bar. A full-grown man got to the end of the salad bar where the desserts are. I watched as he spooned a huge glob of chocolate pudding into his bowl, licked the spoon, and then put it back into the salad bar. Nobody seemed to notice this but me. That's, I mean, that's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting.
1: That's how that lad who was, you know, getting free beer, getting a free buzz on. At oh yeah, Alexander Palace last, last week. week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I went to the counter and told the girl at the cash register what I'd seen. She thanked me and said she'd take care of it. Back at my table finishing my burger, I saw her come out to the salad bar, take the lick spoon out of the pudding, and replace it with a new one. Problem solved.
1: I kind of agree with that. It's
2: not a problem solving. Well, is it?
1: Well, the, the chocolate, what, what was it? Chocolate sauce? Chocolate pudding? Yeah. I mean, it's so dense. I can't imagine there's that much kind of like the, the atoms and the, uh, uh, aren't really sort
2: of wibbling around. Yeah, but I think so, the point is, Peter. this guy who presumably is a bit of a big unit might go back and do it again. <laughs> he needs to be told. Let's oh, agree right. that. Let's agree he needs to be told.
1: Oh, I thought you meant that he w- they would have to replace the whole ball of custard chocolate custard that's no way to uh, run a business
2: no but if he, if he licks no no you don't have to do that because right. it, it, the lick comes after the dip so he doesn't need to, they need to replace that what they do, need to do is go up to the patron and say Excuse me, sir, that's unacceptable behaviour in this restaurant. We won't have you doing it again. I've replaced the spoon. If you go anywhere near it with your mouth again, you will no longer be welcome in this establishment. Thank you very much. If you listen to his email and you read it correctly, it says he licked the spoon and put
1: it back into the vat of pudding in the salad bar.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. In which case, yeah, that's not going to solve any problems. <laughs> Yeah, ah. they do need to change the pudding there. Yeah,
1: he's not going to go back for more. I mean, who needs... That's
2: too much. The thing is, if you're going repl- to chuck it away anyway, just give it to him. Just give it to him, yeah. Give it a Licky McSpoon or something. take it home to just, Licky McLick face. What a disgusting little man. It's reminded me last week, I forgot to mention, when I was in Atlanta, I had the best tacos I've ever had.
1: Uh, Yeah. El- <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to cross reference your uh, you been to, You've been to
2: you've Atlanta. I've you? been to Atlanta.
1: I loved Atlanta. There was good that great, did you got that bar that I recommended that was uh that's like a spooky kind of no. church bar, like a voodoo church bar.
2: I didn't. I um but I did go to El Taco. El this is amazing. Taco. I would recommend it for highly. I do a really
1: nice one in Chicago. They do really this beautiful kind of... And some days they do like uh, burritos and it's like a dollar per burrito. That's the thing, isn't it? <gasps> yeah. Food but is so cheap out there. These, ta-
2: these tacos, right, they were two of the best, most delicious tacos I've ever eaten with steak in one and king prawn in the other. Cool. And as many corn tortilla chips as you wanted... And a load of queso for $11. It's
1: incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Incredible. It's really hard to spend a lot of money on food in America.
2: It's really hard to not be fat.
1: <laughs> um, right, show we do some mencarta? Yes. I think so. Let that be justice for all.
0: So, Let that be this for all. one small You don't understand. Willie was a salesman. Say simply, very simply, with hope... Good morning.
1: I don't know who plays that j- jazzy little number in the uh, middle of that particular uh, uh, jingle. Bill Clinton. <laughs> it's Bill Clinton on the sax. It's, it's definitely a trumpet, isn't it? But you know, like, you know when, I just um, like... Just dicking about, messing up the jingle with... Unwelcome. Do you remember that Electric Six band? Yes. They did Danger High Voltage. They also wrote a song about Harleypool. Did they really? And they called it. Ah, oh, they were going to call it Monkey Hangers, but they didn't think it would fly in America, so they called it something else.
2: Well, the the song High Danger High Voltage. Mm. They started a rumor that Jack White was the singing the female voice on it, which he actually turned out he was. Yeah, he d- was. Definitely sounds like him. It is him. Yeah. It, it was him. Uh, but then, when that came out as being true, they also said that the sax solo was played by Bill Clinton. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't think that's true. But a very
1: underrated outfit.
2: Well, I didn't really know two of their songs, I enjoyed them, both. I know, I know... Unnatural I know Beauty? Three of them. Unnatural Beauty, I think it is. Well, Gay Bar think... was them, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, Unnatural Beauty, I think, is the song about uh, Hartlepool, and it's just basically about how it's um, a seaside town that they should have shut down, like the Morrissey song went. So there we go. Uh, Evan! Hello, Evan! He reckons that the last meal of Lawrence Russell Brewer belongs in the men's Encyclopedia that we are compiling.
2: So, we did a bit on um, last meals a few weeks yes, ago. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, so, Men Carter, what we do is every week we uh, come up with uh, or find or you guys nominate uh, something that belongs in an online encyclopedia that we are compiling. Men Carter!
2: It's a loose concept. It's a loose concept. I mean, most of this show is a loose concept. Started with the name and worked backwards. Started with the kids.
1: <clears throat> Evan says, uh, Hello, gents. I was delighted to hear last meals discussed on the latest podcast. Pods, as I'm really into serial killers and uh, such macabre stuff, uh, so I thought I could offer some factoids on last meals. The last meal, uh, Victor Figure. Can we Figuer? just? Can we
2: just? Yeah. The, I mean, I'm really into serial killers. Is that? I mean, is that acceptable?
1: I think I mentioned uh, a few months ago. I went to the murder museum in New Orleans, and the guest book. Oh, oh, it was interesting. <laughs> the guest book. One bloke wrote. Uh, you will be. You will hear my name, David Smith, oh, and, I, and, I wrote, and I wrote underneath. Probably fine, and an <laughs> arrow, and an arrow. Are, are probably getting, nothing to worry about.
2: Are the guestbook once at B and B I stayed in? Someone, and admittedly they they were writing in English as a a foreign language, so yeah, they they were meant to write, thank you very much for your hospitality, but they wrote, thank you very much for your hospitalisation. Oh no! (laughs) I know, right? Beautiful. Um, So the last meal of Victor Figuier. Oh, the guy who said, you will know know my name. Mm. What was his name?
1: It's like David Smith. So I, a very, very common, very innocuous, yeah, name. yeah, innocuous. Carry on. But uh, basically, the, I think we mentioned uh, a guy called Victor Fagúe. Yeah,
2: he had a single olive with the pit left in it.
1: Yes. Do you know why that was, though? I don't know. Well, he's about to tell us. his uh, good eleven. Uh, yeah, we mentioned this a little later on. It's less inexplicable when you read upon the matter. He got very spiritual on death. Raw did Mister Victor, and he wanted a fruit-bearing tree to grow from within his body when he died. So the olive with the pit left in it. Uh, would have done that.
2: Well, not if they, not if they cremated him.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, i presume he was. I guess he, he could probably insist on a
2: burial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's quite an interesting detail, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's not too bad, is it? So he says, uh, "I'm almost certain the acid in the stomach would render the pit a nurse, but it's a nice idea." Yeah. Probably. There was yeah. a lovely, there was a great uh, God. What uh, is it? Not murder? Is it? I think it's a criminal. I think the podcast is called Criminal, uh, and I think they might be doing the podcast festival, or, or, or they might have done the podcast festival in London. But anyway. It's a bit like This American Life, but it's all about uh, crimes and murders and stuff like that—true It's true crime. And uh, this woman visited a uh, place where they got, a lo- where they basically get a lot of donated corpses. Mm-hmm. And they just put them in the wilderness. So it's it's, it's a patch of grass. I think it's near Houston uh, Airport, uh, not too close because of uh, they don't want like uh, eagles and st- eagles and stuff and, and, and vultures um, flying around near the, the the flight path from Houston Airport. But they've basically got a lot of dead bodies in cages uh, on the ground. Why? To, well, because we don't know enough about how bodies decompose in the wild, so if you see, uh, if you find like a murdered corpse, you don't how you don't necessarily know how long it's been. They do have studies and stuff for maggots so maggots research and, and, and purposes, and for Research yeah. purposes, and, and so and they do things like tie them up and put them in car boots and and, and, and just put them in, in the uh, in the ground, shallow graves, just propped up against a tree and stuff. And people who have studied, uh, like criminologists, criminologists and stuff. They donate their bodies to this this cause right. to further the science of found bodies and stuff like that. It's fascinating. That but fascinating. The, the one thing, the, the, the moisture and uh, nutrient-rich mix of the body's uh, fluids when when they kind of just go to mush uh, creates loads of flowers. So it's, it's this incredibly fertile soil. So often when, you know, a body's found in, in, in the middle of nowhere and it's just a skeleton or whatever and, you know, uh, badgers and, you know, I don't know what kind of um, wildlife they have around there.
2: Now it's mostly badgers. <laughs> Actually,
1: <laughs> so covered in TV. There, yeah. um, so you'll occasionally just have like a, a dead body, but their arms will be like one arm will be over one side, one arm will be over because you know they're, little yeah, okay. creatures have, have okay. try to take it away. But uh, the the the, the nutrient rich juice and sluicey kind of nonsense that live inside us when our cells break down is incredibly good for the soil. So you'll often find flowers just growing out of bodies and stuff like that. It's
2: fascinating, huh. but that is very macabre.
1: Yeah, it is very macabre. It's they're almost very, like very uh, fascinating.
2: And there's a drive for ex NFL players to agree. To um, to donate their brains to medical science and stuff because they can so they can understand um, yeah. the impact of concussions on the brain. And that yeah. sort of stuff as well. There's,
1: I mean, they, from what I've heard, the uh, governing bodies of uh, football out there don't necessarily do as much as they might. Do I think it's or getting or a bit better now. Bit. But generally
2: speaking, now, I, I'm, and didn't um, back in the day, didn't um, a couple of Scottish doctors pioneer? Um, Autopsies and stuff, by literally robbing graves. Oh yeah, well, I mean it. that was yeah. The, yeah. Doctor, uh, I mean
1: Berkenhead, yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, right, carry on. Well, Evans' uh, email carries on. It says uh, a last meal story. I think you might, you guys might like is the one of uh, Lawrence Russell Brewer, a murderer executed in Texas in 2011. His last meal request was, get this two chicken fried steaks with gravy and sliced onion, a triple uh, bacon double cheeseburger, a cheese omelette with spicy ground beef, tomatoes, onions, jalapenos, uh, bell peppers, a bowl of fried okra with uh, ketchup, a pound of spicy barbecued meat with half a loaf of white bread, one pound of barbecued meat with half a loaf of fresh white bread, three fajitas, an extra large me loves pizza, a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts, a pint of cookies and cream, bluebell ice cream, and three root beers. I understand if you feel a mixture of hunger and disgust... Definitely hunger, uh, Evan. He says. Uh,
2: well, the thing is, Evan's also included a, a pound of spicy barbecued meat with half a loaf of white bread twice there. So, is that two pounds? Separate
1: rounds of the, of the food, I guess, I suppose. It was served to him. It cost approximately $800 in Dis- total. Disgrace. And it, <laughs> and it consisted of well over 80,000 calories. And basically, he refused to eat a single bite. He claimed he wasn't hungry and uh, apparently, well, debates kind of rage against either he was nervous about death or whether it was just a fuck you to the governor of the prison. In any case, following that refusal, the state of Texas no longer allows special requests for last meals. Instead, providing the traditional last meal of steak, hash browns, etc. that Ted Bundy ate.
2: Ruined it for everyone else. I know! I know! I was thinking about... Oh,
1: but so, I, I tell you what, I bet the jailers are a bloody lovely time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember like that.
2: My mate Tommy's a cameraman, and he says, I think I've mentioned him a few times on the show, and I'm pretty sure he's told me in the past that the camera, the freelance cameraman Paul, they yeah. all want to get on MasterChef and bake off and stuff oh, like that because yeah. it's absolutely amazing in terms of the, the perks you get. Yeah. Um, on, on this um, Lawrence Russell Brewer uh, last meal, I mean, I think I could... If I was particularly hungry, I think I could probably do a decent proportion of that. I could I could do... I could definitely do the two, the two chicken steaks with great gravy and onions. I could probably do the burger. I could do the fried okra because that'd be easy, and I could probably do the fajitas. And after that, I'm struggling.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you ate all that, you you would just immediately vomit when your muscles tense when they electrocute you.
2: How, you. how do you know he's being electrocuted? Well, 2011 Texas probably be injection, mate. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I'm not sure, but I think I think it probably would be. But um,
1: uh, it, to be honest. I find it quite hard to get drunk when I've had a big meal. Yeah, exactly. take more more drugs. (laughs) We
2: went through a phase with a few of my mates when we were younger of of, um, when we used to go out on on, on the Lash. On the Lash. lash. We were bloody lads. And we went through a phase, I don't know why, of all going for a curry first. Did it about four times and after that we were like, it's really impossible. It's impossible to get drunk.
1: Oh, yeah. And 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 you just feel sleepy. And and there's so so much
2: bloating going on. (laughs) But I think if if you ate all that stuff, and I understand that Brewer himself didn't eat any of it you'd be asleep in the chair have you had <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing oh
1: let's have a little snooze yeah are you dead no oh, no he's woke
2: <laughs> no he's just in front of country file
1: i like the uh uh is
2: it the tasty box is it tasty box you get in a oh, uh, munchy box Munchie box yeah you should know that you're northern Whoa. that's from middlesbrough isn't it that's like no you're of you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of uh, oh, palmer yeah munchy box is what kebab meat chicken wings fries and other stuff pizza, in a, in a little pizza little box. A little bit of everything but it's in a pizza box yeah isn't it? that's the point yeah okay oh
1: good stuff so full on it's so good, won't you? Somebody pointed out uh, that in a previous looking picture, uh, it sounded like someone blew off halfway through, and it was actually my stomach, wasn't it? Cause I yeah, to, I actually had to stop the recording at one point because my stomach was rumbling so hard.
2: Um, um ambient noises that can be heard in, a, in even in a professional recording studio are the chair moving around. Yeah, the chairs are older. Yeah, you sometimes get feet squeaking on the floors. Yep. Um, Pete's stomach, yeah, because he hasn't had his fourteenth meal of the day. Me, you, me, to be fair, you're not really a big eater, are you?
1: I'm not a big eater. I'm trying. To, I'm t- my fighting weight, uh, regrettably, is around about ten and a bit stone, and I'm eleven. So okay. I just and I, I just need to get back down to uh, fighting weight, Luke, because uh, quite frankly, when a, a slightly skinny boy gets a bit of a belly, you look a bit like a frog.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right. And what was your um? And what was your last meal again? Oh, you did tell me before
1: my last meal. You, oh. you said what it
2: was. Which probably wings.
1: probably chicken uh, KFC uh, spicy wings and a uh, Chinese Christianity beef and lemon chicken yeah. maybe, a, maybe a rib on the side
2: uh, <laughs> to signify um, Adam's creation of Eve <laughs> uh, yeah exactly then you're going back to meet and your maker single olive I don't know I, have, I, I find it very difficult to know what I, what I would have but I mean it sounds like anyway you can't really choose yours anymore now because you've got to uh, do what the state of Texas tells you to do
1: I'll just have a big ambrosia rice pudding
2: shall I look at what Lawrence Russell Brewer did
1: what do you mean? What he did as a murder? Yeah. All right, then, what do you want me to do in the middle of just, this?
2: Just chat while I'm Just looking chat. It uh,
1: Luke's just on the internet. Uh, he's uh, using a MacBook 2013 uh, Air, I think. Uh, it is an Air, it yeah. has a Thunderbolt uh, and also a micro SD. No, wait, just an SD uh, card slot. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, uh,
2: he basically committed a racist murder.
1: How, how racist can a murder be? It was racist. It was, it was um, pretty racist.
2: I'm, I'm not going to read it on this show. Right. It was racist. Pretty
1: racist. The man who got murdered knew take, wha- what he was about, take, let's say.
2: Take my word for it. Did you see that policeman with
1: the goddamn Fatherland tattoo yeah. on his arm? Yeah. He was wearing, like, he, he was wearing short-sleeved shirts. If you've got a Fatherland tattoo on your goddamn fucking wrist. I know, right? Wearing, I don't care how hot a day it is. People don't need to see that, you big
2: there was, a, I think there was also a guy who uh, uh, a guy who was um, treated particularly badly by the police fairly recently, a black guy in the US, and he turned out to be like, quite a high-profile NFL player. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Why are we talking about this? I
1: don't know. Come I'm, on, let's get out of here. I'm just about the, the, the way of the world. Let's get out of here. Yeah. All right, then. Let's get out of here. If you want to get to the show, as always, it's hello at luteandpeachshow.com.
2: Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you